Hi, I'm Paddy Billington. Welcome to episode 17 of the Visit Scarborough podcast. We've got a jam-packed episode to celebrate the fact that uh, lockdown restrictions have eased again and so much in Scarborough is back. Indoor attractions, guest houses, entertainment venues. We'll talk all about that in our tourism news. We have a couple of guests on this week's episode. Scarborough has the best B&B in the world. It's amazing news. Yep, TripAdvisor revealed uh, which B&Bs are the best in the world according to ratings. And Scarborough has one at number one, which is just incredible. We'll speak to the owners of that guest house soon. Also, we're speaking to Paul Laidlaw from Scarborough Spa Orchestra. It's the last remaining professional seaside orchestra in the country, and they're back this summer. And on our social media pages, we've been asking you this question. Where in Scarborough can you spend hours and hours and hours when you visit? But first, before we meet our first guest, a massive thank you for your continued support. Listening to the Visit Scarborough podcast, listener numbers continue to grow. And hi to Paulie Deester, who sent a message to the Visit Scarborough Facebook page on Saturday. When is the next podcast out? I miss it. We have had a little gap, and apologies for that. Please do subscribe to the Visit Scarborough podcast wherever you get your pods from. We're on iTunes, Spotify and everywhere else as well. And you can also catch up with all the episodes at visitscarborough.com. Do follow us on social media and take part in our topics for each podcast. And if you do get the opportunity to review, that's really, really helpful as well. Right, let's meet my first guest this week, someone who must be absolutely over the moon because his guest house has just been named the best B&B in the world, according to TripAdvisor. James Rusden from Tulson Court Guest House on Columbus Ravine in Scarborough. Congratulations, you must be beside yourself with happiness at the news. Absolutely delighted, shocked. It's just amazing, really. Um, we were told early so we could sort of prepare ourselves for it, but it's just shocking, really. It's amazing. I mean, we are just a, an ordinary, everyday, run-of-the-mill B&B in Scarborough. We're not the rich, we're not the Savoy. We just, and obviously with COVID and the pandemic, to get this award's just been absolutely phenomenal and fantastic for us. So for those that don't understand how it all works with TripAdvisor, how have you got this award? How are you the best B&B in the world? It's all down to the reviews of the guests who visit places and then, obviously, liking what they enjoy, enjoying what they have, and then going home and uh, writing a review on TripAdvisor about us. We have no control over anything they put or, or what they say. Um, all they do is we try and give them the best service and the best stay that we can possibly do, and hopefully they go away and do us a nice review. That's, that's all we can do. I, I imagine the phone will probably not stop ringing now, um, and it's certainly something to post on, on your social media pages and your website, isn't it, and, and stick on the wall. You know, it's not a bad accolade to have that, is it? It's a fabulous accolade to have. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> the best being being the world. I mean, who would have dreamed that? Five years ago when we started, we have no previous experience or anything in bed and breakfast industry, so it's just phenomenal. What is your secret then? Obviously, your guests absolutely love the place. It's what we offer. We're very clean, we're very friendly and welcoming, good breakfast, nice comfortable beds, trying to offer the extras, advice on where to eat, what to do, what to see when you're out and about, places to visit. And a key core of our business is built up on regulars who basically booked time and time again. Obviously when the pandemic hit, we closed and then we basically had three months or so of regular to regular visitors who come every year. I mean it'd be great, wouldn't it, just to be the best B and B on Columbus Ravine or even the best in Scarborough. The best in the world. It's great. And you know what? It's brilliant news for Scarborough and the Yorkshire Coast, isn't it? Oh, it's fabulous. I mean, it, it's not just us. That, it doesn't make us the best B&B. It's the package that when somebody comes to stay with us. You know, if they came here and it was there was nothing to do, then it, 
it wouldn't work as a package. The fact is, you can go on the North Bay Railway Station and see Kylie Minogue dancing, <laughs> or you can go down on the other bay and ride a donkey, or the Italian gardens. The stuff to do is just endless, um, and that's the greatest thing with Scarborough. Well, a massive congratulations from us here at Visit Scarborough. It is incredible news. Well done. That was James Rusden from Tulson Court Guesthouse in Scarborough, officially named the best B&B in the world on TripAdvisor. That is just incredible news, isn't it? Thank you for all your comments on our social media pages. You can find Visit Scarborough on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Our question for this week's episode, where in Scarborough when you're visiting can you spend hours and hours and hours? Well, Antonia McGregor says North Bay because every time I look at Scorby Mills, sea life and the beach, it just reminds me of my childhood. All the memories start coming back. Sheila Jones says, I stopped at the Grand Hotel and looked out directly onto the beach, watching surfers whilst uh, drinking coffee. So that's where I like to hang out for a while. Lindsay Mendola says, right there on that beach. And the picture that we've put, actually, is North Bay in Scarborough from close to the chalet. So that's her favourite place to spend a few hours. Steve Evans says, North Bay chalets, or just watching the world go by in front of the cafe in Pizone Park. Vinnie Carr says, there's a bench just outside the Clifton Hotel that looks straight over North Bay. It's the only place in the world I'm truly at peace. Can't wait to come home, says Vinnie Carr. We'll do some more of those comments very, very soon. And don't forget, find Visit Scarborough on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and you can take part in our future topics for the Visit Scarborough podcast. Right, it's time to welcome my second guest this week, and it's Paul Laidlaw from the Scarborough Spa Orchestra, the last remaining professional seaside orchestra in the country. And they've just announced they're back for summer 2021, albeit starting the season a little later than normal. Paul, it's great to have you on the podcast. Finally, I've been trying to get you on for a while now. What's your history with the Scarborough Spa Orchestra, firstly? I've been with them now for, uh, this will be my 13th season coming up. I suppose 12th season, given that we've lost a season, but I mean, it's 13 years, if you see what I mean. Quite a number of years. And, of course, you won't have been able to foresee, like you say, the year that you've had. How difficult has it been for you personally, not being able to, to get the orchestra it's, doing I, doing its thing? I mean, it's. I have to say, personally, apart from the, the, the general thing that everybody's had to go through, you know, it's not been too bad for me because um, uh, I miss very much working with the orchestra, obviously. Um, but, you know, there are people in a much worse situation, people with young families whatnot who, who are financially in, in, a, in a terrible state because of it all you know um i i just miss talking to people and playing music and you know having a good time at scarborough really but i know that uh, an awful lot of people in the in the entertainment industry generally are, are really struggling it's, it's been very very bad for them so good news a recent announcement of the Scarborough Spar Orchestra's summer 2021 season. What can you tell us? Well, it, the first concert will be on the morning of July the 12th and the final concert will be on the morning of September the 16th. Uh, all the details are on the website, so if people want to know exactly, you know, the when's and the wherefores. But very basically, we, we do Sunday through to Thursday mornings every week and we do an evening concert on a Monday night and an evening concert on the Wednesday night, uh, which is always a gala, which has some sort of lovely theme sometimes visiting singers and things and also we do our uh, wonderfully popular teddy bears picnic on a Sunday afternoon that used to be on a Tuesday but we've moved it to the Sunday now it's a shorter season obviously because we're starting later because we're not allowed to start till then you know but um, we're down to 10 weeks instead of 15 so if you want to come you've got to pack yourself into those 10 weeks and I'm pretty sure Scarborough will be will be busy with lots of visitors they're telling us they're desperate to come back to Scarborough and enjoy what Scarborough has on offer for those that have never been 
heaven forbid, to Scarborough Spa and seeing the Spa Orchestra just give us a flavour of what those concerts are like. I mean, one word that springs to mind for me is magical, you know, whether it's the Suncourt or the Grand Hall. But how would you sum up uh, an experience with the Scarborough Spa Orchestra at Scarborough Spa? It is kind of magical, isn't it, Paddy? I mean, it's the, the morning settings are so lovely. If you haven't been to the, to the Sun Court, you are you encased in glass on all sides. Uh, the, the, the roof is, you know, that you're open to the to the air. But you're looking, you're sitting there looking out over the wonderful South Bay. And it's the most beautiful, beautiful view. Um, that, and you can have a coffee and food and do whatever you want while, while you're watching it. And then the, the, we sit and we entertain you for an hour and a half at a very popular price, you know. And the thing about this orchestra, which I think is one of its unique selling points really is most orchestras play in lots of different styles they play you know classical music and they play film music and the play and so on uh, but they tend to do that concert by concert what we do is in any given concert we will give you such a variety of music that is very 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 rare to get there so you'll get a selection from you know Les Mis uh, and then you'll get a piece of, of light orchestral music and then you'll get a film score and then you'll get you know so the variety it means that you know whatever your musical taste there are likely to be quite a few items within that one concert that you will enjoy so you're not coming to hear an evening of mozart or you know anything like, like that so i think what is interesting is anybody who hasn't been before who might think that they don't even like orchestral music you know they will if they, they come in for the first time they get absolutely hooked you know they come in they think this, this is just such an idyllic setting um, and, you know, it, it's not stuffy in any way. You know, as I say, you can sit with a drink or a coffee or, or, or whatever you want to have um, and, and quietly chat to your friends. We prefer it if you don't bellow while we're playing, but, you know, you can do all of that. And it's a really light-hearted, enjoyable experience. The evening ones are, when I say slightly more serious, they're not more serious at all. They're still jokey and fun, and we still do a variety of music. But, of course, it's half an hour longer, the evening concert. You are indoors, and it has a slightly more, uh, let's say, grown-up feel to it. But, again... Again, and the, our, my thing is always we are there to entertain. You know, if you get some small bit of education or something alongside, that's great, that's lovely. But I mean, the main thing is to give you a lovely evening so that you or, or morning so that you enjoy yourself. You know, yeah. and I mean, we're at eleven o'clock till twelve thirty, then go off and have lunch and have the rest of the day to yourself with a spring in your step, hopefully. Yeah, and of course, the, you know, the history of the Scarborough Spar Orchestra is amazing. It's it's the last you know professional uh, seaside orchestra there is, and yeah, I think it's the atmosphere, really. You know, in the sun court on a morning, uh, enjoying that music with that view. If the sun's out, I mean, it's great. You've got deck chairs, you've got the the cafe as well, and the grand hall is such an, an iconic uh, venue as well. It's it's perfect for what you do. Um, in terms of the orchestra, then, uh, have you has it been difficult to keep in touch? Have you have you tried performing together on Zoom with rehearsals? Well, I mean, how's it we, worked? We almost immediately set up a, a WhatsApp group, you know, so that we could talk to each other and commiserate and, and say what we're going to do. We did at the beginning of last year um, put together an online piece of music where we all played our own bits at home and then somebody very, very cleverly, Lisa, our bass player, who's very clever at these things, knitted it all together and it became um, a, a concert. We actually did it partially as a tribute to Captain Tom. It was, uh, but he was obviously before he died. Um, and we did, because we play that very famous You'll Never Walk Alone tune quite a lot at the spa. So we decided we would do a version of that as our tribute to him. Um, and that went out and, and, and a lot of people listened to it and a lot of people enjoyed it very much it's quite a complicated thing to all play in your own house and mix it together and get all the balances and everything right we also did a lot of us did individual things or little duet things that we put up there just to kind of keep you know keep the flag flying um 
And I believe some of the others have been, you know, busy doing things under their own steam. But uh, as I say, the, the, July the 12th will be the first time we will have been back together. We had planned to do um, a new, our annual New Year's Day concert, which we couldn't do in the Grand Hall as normally, but, but we were very kindly offered a hosting uh, by the Stephen Joseph Theatre. But then just as we were about to do it, of course, the new restrictions came in and we had to cancel that one as well. So what we've done is one of our galas this, this year, one of our Wednesday evenings, we put the, the, we put the programme that we would have done on the uh, on the New Year's Day concert, which is sort of a Viennese feel to it, we put that in. So anybody who particularly likes that won't miss out. But um, yeah, it's it's been very 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 strange. I mean, we have all been talking to each other, but it was that it's that feeling of, of just not knowing until comparatively recently. We didn't know if we'd be doing anything this year or next year. You know, uh, thankfully the vaccination process seems to be working really really well and that is our, our lifeline out of it you know because we we were thinking well you know is it just going to be freedom for three weeks and lockdown for three weeks and freedom you know we had no way of knowing as indeed did anybody else yeah absolutely well we really can't wait for the spa orchestra to be back doing doing its thing i mean i always think when it comes to you know the south bay and scarborough there's some sounds that really feel scarborough and seaside you've got the hum of the speedboats you've got the sound of children enjoying splashing in the scene you've got the scarborough spa orchestra you know it's it's just synonymous really with the seaside in scarborough so it ain't the same until it's back you mentioned the teddy bears picnic as well it is worth just mentioning that again because that is such a lovely event i've always enjoyed coming along I remember bringing my kids very very young and I've, I've worked it a few times uh, sort of promoting the event but it is it is lovely it's talk about relaxed it's a great way to get young children interested in music and instruments whilst having fun in a great environment isn't it absolutely well I mean Kathy who runs that Kathy our flautist who has a lot of experience of working with, with young kids and her her main thing is it's got to be fun you know they don't just get sit and listen they join in we give them things to bash and play and squirk and you know do all of that and they they have an absolutely great time um as indeed so do we you know it's, it's, it's fun to watch and of course they they it, very very early because some of them are, you know younger than toddlers sitting there doing it but they, it introduces them in a very gentle and a great fun way to what music making is all about you know it should be fun and enjoyable it shouldn't be something that you sit and worry about and and, 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 and think oh I'm not, i mustn't ever smile because this is so serious that's that's not what it, it's about at all and um, she she does it beautifully kathy she's so, so good at working with the little ones yeah well we can't wait so uh, 12th of july for uh, for the first morning and really excited about that really appreciate your time thank you so much looking forward to seeing you performing this summer great it's lovely to talk to you Paddy look forward to seeing you sometime over the summer well that was Paul Laidlaw from Scarborough Spa Orchestra and it really is a wonderful experience enjoying the music of the Scarborough Spa Orchestra and they're all just very nice people as well Right, coming up, uh, this week's walk is a walk around P-Zone Park. And unlike the previous two walks that we've done on the Visit Scarborough podcast, this one is completely wheelchair and pram friendly. And it's very, very short as well. And it takes in all that P-Zone Park has to offer, the highlights. So that's coming up shortly. First, more of your comments on our topic this week. Where, on a visit to Scarborough, can you spend hours and hours and hours? Well, Joanne Stanley says, sitting on our adopted bench just below the Clock Cafe with a flask of tea and a piece of cake looking out to sea and the glorious town of Scarborough. Trish Atkinson also says, Clock Cafe, of course. 
Dawn Road says North Bay Beach chalets. Even on wet, cold days, I love sitting in a deck chair, undercover, snuggled with a blanket, doing a bit of people watching. It's my favourite place to relax and be happy. Rob Holmes likes to walk from Holbeck to Scorby Mills and back. Brilliant walk. Margaret Bell, where can I spend hours and hours and hours? Scarborough itself. Audrey Westbury says the Clock Cafe South Bay. And Joanne Gibbs says, love sitting on a bench by the lighthouse, gazing out to sea and watching the world go by. We'll do some more of those comments very, very soon. Also got tourism news to come. Another concert has been announced uh, just earlier today, actually, if you're listening on Monday the 17th, when this podcast is out, uh, at the Scarborough Open Air Theatre. Another very big act, so we'll uh, let you know who that is in case you missed it very, very soon. But now, this week's walk, and this is a walk around Pizone Park and the Glen in Scarborough. It's uh, one of Scarborough's most loved attractions, Pizone Park. And as always, you'll be able to get the details of this walk, including a map and pictures, at visitscarborough.com. Just click on Walks. Here's what I recorded just a couple of days ago. Now, Pizone Park opened a few months after Titanic sank in June 1912. It was the brainchild of Harry Smith, Scarborough's engineer who was responsible for so many of Scarborough's amazing parks and gardens, but none finer than the famous Pizone Park. It's loved by families from all over the world, and so many people, when they come to Scarborough, they have to visit Pizone Park. What is Pizone Park? For those that don't know, it's a park with a large lake, a bandstand, island. There's an oriental theme. There's a lovely glen as well steep valley with a huge array of trees and plants. It's like Scarborough's botanical garden. And the stream that flows through the park cascades down a series of waterfalls and through some oriental-themed ponds as well. It really is magical day and night. It's very well lit at night, so it's well worth walking in the nighttime hours as well as the daytime hours. Now, this walk starts at the boat kiosk, uh, which is close to where the bridge takes you over to Pizome Island. We're going to go anti-clockwise, so we're turning right from here. Following the lake around, now the road is to the right at this point, very close by. You might be able to hear the whistles of the North Bay Railway trains as they leave Pizome Station. We're going to follow the path around, and it moves away from the road. And then just as you approach the glen, the faces of your children will light up as they see the famous wishing well. Now, it doesn't say which charities benefit, but it does say that it is empty daily. Now, before we reach the footbridge, we're going to turn right and we're going to follow these oriental ponds up. Eventually, we're going to cross the footbridge and we're going to turn right and follow the glen up the valley. Now, there's various paths that go right and go left. We're going to stick to the middle. We're going to go over a couple of bridges. We're going to have the stream next to us, some really beautiful waterfalls as well, and eventually we're going to reach the lily pond. Now, if you head into the cemetery and you see lots of gravestones, you've gone too far. The turnaround point for this walk is that lily pond. And at that point, we're going to wander back down, retracing our steps again, passing picnic benches and those beautiful waterfalls as well. Squirrels everywhere. Very friendly squirrels as well in Pizone Park. And eventually, when we get back to those oriental ponds, we're going to stick right this time. We're going to go down the right-hand side of those ponds and eventually get back to that first footbridge and the wishing well. And this time, we're going to turn right under an arch and back along the rest of the lake. One other thing worth looking out for on your walk are lots of tree sculptures, animals and mythical beings. As we walk around the lake back to our starting point, you'll pass some historic shelters, the Pizome Cafe, some toilets. You'll notice the bandstand on the water as well. And on a nice day, families enjoying a pedalo ride around the lake. On some afternoons, brass bands perform. 
for people enjoying the music on a park bench. And of course, you can't mention Pizone Park without mentioning the famous naval warfare display, one of the longest running shows in history and for good reason as well. If you don't know about that or if you want to find out details, we've got them all at visitscarborough.com. There's also an 18-hole pitch and put course on the edge of the park and there's a putting green as well. And if it is open, do make sure you explore the island. And on the top, the Oriental Pond and the Pagoda. Now, the original one burnt down in 1999, but it was rebuilt in 2006. And it's such a fantastic place to spend a bit of time. It is open to explore during the summer. Also beautiful, the weeping willow trees hanging down just above the water. And in a 21st century twist, they've also now got Dinosaur Safari in P-Zone Park as well. You just need to download the Love Exploring app and using your smartphone, you'll be able to see dinosaurs in various places around the park. Your kids will love it. At this time of year, we've got beautiful bluebells on the island, primroses too, and the leaves just coming out on the trees. So it looks so spring-like and fresh and beautiful at this time of year. It's a really short walk, this one. No steps whatsoever. If you stick to the route, we've got the map at visitscarborough.com. So perfect for wheelchair users and those pushing prams as well. So a really great short family walk, taking in everything that's fantastic about P-Zone Park. Yeah, really nice walk, that one. Uh, perfect for the family. And like I say, if you are uh, in a wheelchair or pushing a pram, uh, then it is ideal as well. And nice in all weather, really. And who doesn't love P-Zone Park? If you're yet to discover its magic, then hopefully you soon will. Time now for some tourism news. North Yorkshire Moors Railway has reopened over the weekend. Daily services are available to book online. Anyone who had previously pre-booked for 2020 will be able to rebook as well. Uh, passengers will be able to enjoy the first Pullman dining train of the 2021 season from this Thursday, the 20th of May. Uh, those services will be operating Thursday to Sunday every week throughout the season until the 20th of June. The railway lettings accommodation at Gromont, Gofland and Levisham is back open now as well. And passengers with outstanding charters and weddings will be contacted directly to rebook their special day. Some of the big 2021 special events won't be taking place, but the railway are planning to run the annual Steam Gala between the 23rd and 26th of September and the Christmas Santa specials on selected dates in December from Gromont and Pickering stations. And Scarborough Avenue Theatre have announced another act for summer 2021. Boy George and Culture Club will visit the venue on the 14th of August. So the 2021 season now looks like this. Brian Adams, Stereophonics, Kaiser Chiefs, Culture Club, Westlife, Nile Rogers and Chic, Keen, Ollie Murs, UB40, Anne-Marie, James, Snow Patrol, Duran Duran, and move to 2022, RuPaul's Drag Race, Work the World, Crowded House, Lionel Richie and Louis Capaldi. What a fabulous lineup for Europe's largest open-air theatre. Oh, and just one more thing to share. Scarborough's Filey Road Park and Ride site, that's on the A165, has been open since the 12th of April. The Seymour Road site still isn't open yet. That will be back open from Monday the 21st of June. So for now, if you do want to use the park and ride, you still need to use the Filey Road site on the A165. And that is your latest tourism news. Well, that's nearly it for episode 17 of the Visit Scarborough podcast. Don't forget to subscribe where you get your podcast from. And if you do get an opportunity to leave a review on iTunes, for example, that is really useful in helping the Visit Scarborough podcast reach even more people. So thank you for that. Uh, we'll finish off with more of your comments on... 
The places in Scarborough you can spend hours and hours and hours. Sue Turner says, I've got three favourites. South Bay in a deck chair, sitting on the harbour watching the boats, and Pizone Park in a rowing boat. Happy days. Lindsay Ann says, anywhere, as long as I have a comfy seat, a lovely view, a book and a cuppa. Abby Jane Phillips, like this, she says, Weatherspoons. <laughs> Lord Rosebury's, the pub in Scarborough. Very, very good. Amanda Shelbourne says, the Italian gardens, great place to sit and relax and enjoy your thoughts. Beautiful different types of flowers, plus beautiful views of Scarborough Castle and the Lighthouse. Judy Campbell uh, can spend hours at Oliver's Mount. She says it's got to be the best view in the UK. It's pretty special, isn't it? Susan Main says the Scarborough Library is such a lovely space with helpful staff and resources for children too. My children and I like to pop in every now and again when we're on holiday in Scarborough just to take a wee break from running around and to spend a wee bit of time checking out the books or workshops and enjoying the peacefulness. Uh, Emma Louise says Winking Willies, then it's the beach. Uh, Kirsty Nichols says North Bay Beach and Pizone Park. Christine Burt says Pizone Park. Scorby Mills, the Rotunda, really anywhere in Scarborough. Sue Jackson can spend hours at the castle. Uh, Lindy Young says the indoor bowling centre. Plenty to watch and nice food. And Shelley Tuckwood says outside the Scorby Mills pub. Love it there. Well, thank you for all your comments. Do follow Visit Scarborough on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and take part in our topics for future podcast episodes. The Visit Scarborough podcast is an NPB production. Thank you so much for listening. Join us for episode 18 out soon. Thank you.